Welcome to the Beyond the Vines podcast, where I interview local business owners in Sonoma County to highlight small business and grow our community. I'm your host, Amy Ehlers, a mom, realtor, and Sonoma County native, and I'm excited to connect you to some amazing people in this beautiful area that we call home. Welcome back to the Beyond the Vines podcast. I'm so excited to have Dawn Robles here today. She's the owner of Simple Productivity. Uh, Simple Productivity is an organizing and productivity coaching business based in Petaluma. Since 2018, Dawn and her team have been helping people of all kinds move from overwhelm and procrastination to calm, focused productivity, and greater control over their time, energy, and environment. That's something I think we all need heading into the new year. Simple Productivity serves businesses, entrepreneurs, and busy professionals and families. They work with anyone who is stuck, overwhelmed, or just having trouble getting things done and keeping things organized, anyone who's changing residences, anyone who is upsizing or downsizing. I know from clients that downsizing, that takes a lot of organizing and work on that end. Um, Anyone who's wanting to work on instead of in their business, or anyone transitioning into a new stage of life. So I am so excited to welcome Dawn here today. Thanks so much for coming. Hi, Amy. I am so excited to be here. I've been listening to your podcast and I'm just honored to be included. Oh, I'm so glad you've been listening. I love hearing that from people. So getting that feedback. So great. I would love to hear more about what inspired you to start Simple Productivity. Yeah, I um, was working as a residential organizer, um, which is something I really just fell into, which is a whole nother story. But um, I was doing that for a few years. And then at the same time that COVID happened, and then so I couldn't go into people's homes, I started thinking about how people's physical clutter and need for organizing was really a reflection of their systems and habits or lack of systems or habits. And um, so often I felt like I was going in and fixing things, but then later it would go back to the way it was. And so I got really intrigued by this whole area of productivity and systems thinking. And so I pursued that for a few years. And now I've come back around to see that, um, that really, if I can go back into the home and residential area, but with that systems perspective, that I can actually help people learn how to maintain what they learn how to do from the very beginning in terms of getting organized. So, and then I also, as an entrepreneur myself and a new business owner, realized, oh, businesses need this. Oh, for sure. And so we can talk more about that later. But I have worked with um, solopreneur artists, museum executives, uh, business owner of a a telecommunications company, um, a manager for a commercial real estate group. So lots of different kinds of businesses. And also I've just helped busy moms and um, other kinds of small businesses. So I love that. And I love that you work with such a wide variety of businesses as well. Um, I love that you work with so many different kinds of businesses and have that experience of, of how that plays out in different systems. I'm sure you see so many different systems like that and set up so many different systems, Yes, which I love, so. yeah. which I love. And I love the residential side too. I was mentioning before we started recording, we're getting to that time of year where I feel myself getting so anxious from all the Christmas clutter and all the gifts and all the things. And it's like kicking off the new year for me is always a big time for organizing. So yeah. And when- one thing that um, that I've learned that I think was surprising was that often people think that they need something, and this yep. is including in the business area, and then it turns out actually what they really need is something that's completely unrelated. For sure. So we can talk about that later, but I, I think that's right. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So 
So can you share with us some of the strategies that you employ when you collaborate with these small businesses to enhance their productivity? Yes. So I start out with a discovery call where we just talk on the phone usually or by Zoom to find out how, you know, how I can help and what their issues are and their concerns are. And then if we decide to move forward, they fill out an assessment, which is just a Google sheet. Brilliant. And I find out a little bit more detail about them and I structure a program and create a proposal. And then um, really I, I focus early on on doing what I call a time, energy, and attention audit. Mm-hmm. So finding out what's really working for them, where they're stuck, and and in general, just looking for points of friction. So anytime, like three times or more, things are stuck for you, you got to keep coming back to this problem. Right. That's something that needs attention. Oh, that's a good um, way to look at it. If it's come up three times. Yes. Like kind of you know, pop back in and re- recognize that that's a problem and needs to be fixed. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then what happens a lot of times you still don't fix it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things that you can dig into there. And I have a whole way of talking with people about that. But um, what I really like to focus on is, and this is kind of a strategy, I guess, that um, if we can work on keystone habits mm-hmm. and systems, then other kinds of problems seem to fall away. And so, for example, like a personal example would be if you get your nutrition organized, Mm -hmm. your sleep gets better, your energy gets better, your productivity gets better. So that's like a lever, right? Or in a business example, um, a keystone system would be a communication system. So if people, you know, a leader can come in and say, let's clarify, how do we use email? How do we use Slack? How do we use texting? For example, you know, mm-hmm. what different platforms are the best way to communicate? It just makes things so much more productive right. and cuts so many corners around things being messy and frustrating for people, for teams. Yeah. So um, those are some kind of basic formats for strategies that I use. I love that. You're speaking my love language right now. I'm very organized. So this is everything that I love. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. And just, you know, checklist, but also like when working with teams, you know, we've got such a good office protocol in here. And, and we have all the forms for everything in good systems. So I just love it. it you're making my heart sing. Okay. <laughs> um, can you share an example of a specific and particularly challenging problem that you've helped a client solve? I would say that people really, I run into a lot of resistance for people mm-hmm. from people. So for example, um, Sometimes people will say, well, I don't really want people to tell me what to do, but I'm stuck. Mm. I don't even want to tell myself what to do. Like, I don't even want to look at my list. Right. So there's like a real resistance there. Or people will come in and say, I'm really overwhelmed. I have multiple places where I'm storing my files, for example, but they don't want to stop and really change it. And so, interesting. yeah. And so I, I feel like really what what we are pretty good at is coming in and providing a different perspective mm-hmm. and some different tools and strategies and then to say you know how is what you've been trying to do that you're resisting resisting change on how is that working for you there's you know, a good really way to look at to it gently remind people <laughs> to say, there's a reason why you call me there's yes. a reason that we're talking yes and then we give that outside perspective but then also say it's okay to try some things out, mm-hmm. you're gonna fail and you know create a new system that's not gonna work the first time and that's okay and then you figure out what works. Cause I feel like everything that happens, there's a reason for it. Yep. And usually it's some kind of a habit, whether it's how you're thinking about things, even how you're feeling about things, like mm-hmm. kind of t- defaults to certain emotions. 
and we can actually just stop and listen. And usually we know what's the next right thing to do, but we have to just be honest about it. Right. It is about that. So much psychology behind that. There's a lot of psychology. Yeah. And then I think just common, just more tactical challenges are people getting stuck at that runway level Mm -hmm. versus the 3,000 feet, especially for um, business owners. Like we're just doing the day-to-day work, but really I want to be up here doing more leadership and that kind of thing. So let's get up to 30,000 feet and look down. And so I help people do that. Right. Um, And then too many priorities and overwhelm is super, super common. Interesting. So, oh my gosh, it's so common. How do I decide? How do I prioritize? Like what's an example of that? Like, well, just, um, well, I need to um, create a new HR manual, mm-hmm. but I also need to go run this thing over because my, you know, client, my client's van bro- or my employee's van broke down. Right. And so I got to go run, do something literally on the ground. I see. And so stopping and just going, okay, what is it that, what is it, the role that you want to have, right. what's your vision? And then how does that match what's actually happening? Right. And then where that dissonance is, mm-hmm. that's where we dig in and fix things. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Or same thing with email. I mean, oh. email is just a huge time set. Oh, yeah. And I have some different strategies and systems for just helping people get a handle on that. And That's there's amazing. so many different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think just having an outside person going, hey, you, it's taking way too much of your time. Your yeah. time is super fragmented. Yep. Let's come back in and, and look at this and, and figure out a way to make it better. And. Like, would examples of that be like setting certain times that you're working in your email, like throughout the day, like time blocking or um, unsubscribing to all the, especially this time of year, all the millions of emails we get? Oh my gosh. Yeah, all of those things. I mean, I think the big thing that people don't often understand is that emails really are actually actions rather Mm. than messages, Mm. right? So every time you open an email, there's some kind of action that needs to be taken, whether it's, I'm going to read this thing or I need to make a phone call, or I need to write a report. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's everything from a quick response to, literally, I need to write a report, or I need to do this research project. And so when your mind is struggling with all of this Mm -hmm. decision-making, it just drains all of our willpower to actually then have time to just focus on something that we really want to do, which is whatever our marketing plan, or fundraising, or whatever the job is of the leader to do. Right, right. So, um, but there's just really quick ways to, to, sort things through and so then you can go back and do your real work i love that yeah, yeah. to get back to what you were supposed to be doing in the first place yeah. <laughs> i've right. been snoozing things i'm like okay i don't need to get to back to that right now i can snooze it and have it alert me later <laughs> yeah it, yeah and that can work temporarily but yeah but then it does come back yes <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> yeah for sure um are there any specific tools or technologies that you've found that help your clients and being more effective and productive um yeah so the three most basic tools that everyone needs, which whether it's digital or paper or hybrid, mm-hmm. is a calendar. For sure. A to-do list mm-hmm. and a note-taking app. Love it. Or a note-taking format. And so I, I feel like a lot of times we get distracted by, oh, there's this new shiny new CRM mm-hmm. or this is shiny new thing. Yep. And I, I feel like the only reason to change is if you're going to, it's going to make you 10 times more productive. Right. And otherwise, you know, the learning curve of bringing all your data over to, like, say you move from Evernote to Google Keep or mm-hmm. something like that. It's just too time consuming. It's not worth it. Things are too messy. And mm-hmm. it, if it works good enough, it's good enough. And I want to talk about that later. Um, so those are basic tools. And then I have 
multiple uh, concepts and frameworks around prioritizing, around planning, around you know focusing tools, habit practices. So I, I draw on all of those things and I mix them in depending on what a person needs. That's great. Yeah. I also love that reminder that if it's working for you, you don't need to change it to the next shiny object. We I saw online like this gorgeous um, digital family calendar that you display. I'm like, oh, I feel like we need that, you know? And then I realized, no, oh, the Google family calendar that we are using, my husband and I, and like assigning who's picking up who, it's working great. Why do I mix it up for like the next shiny thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it does so look beautiful cool. on that Instagram post. <laughs> I know. And there's so many, there's a lot of really cool things yeah. out there. Yes. But I mean, this reminds me of a story of, um, actually wrote a post about this one time about a, a person I was working with and, and he's kind of like me, he likes to nerd out on getting mm -hmm. organized and having yep. all the tools and stuff. Yep. And, uh, and his wife said, uh, would you just stop getting organized and just be organized? Just like, be organized. Just, it's totally yeah. a procrastination yeah. thing. It, right? it is. It yeah. can be for sure. Yeah. For sure. That is so funny and very true. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not end up buying the digital calendar. Good I'm sticking you. with my family share on the Google Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was very disciplined. Yeah. There was also a waiting list, so that may have like helped me realize yeah. I don't need it. Oh, wow. <laughs> That would make me go, oh, it must totally. be really it's good. It's very good I for me. I like, <laughs> totally, totally. I mean, I think I did still sign up for the alert. So this is a good reminder that I don't need to purchase it when it's available again. <laughs> um, so what advice do you give to someone who's struggling with time management and prioritizing tasks, whether it's business or personal? Yeah, I like this question. Um, so... I think everybody's heard the concept of baby steps, mm -hmm. you know, and that image that you see of the little kid getting up and toddling or a baby <laughs> animal learning. And and I feel like baby steps as a tool is super underrated because we want to get to where we want to go fast, but really it's just the one step at a time that gets us there slowly. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I feel like I just want to say to people, don't undervalue or underrate the value of baby steps and just what is the next action that you can take to get you to where you want to go. Right. Um, and then I also really encourage people to think about their desired behavior versus their actual behavior. Mm -hmm. So again, looking for that distance, it's like, well, I say I want to do like what we were talking about earlier offline about I want to teach my kids how to be, yes. have certain life skills, mm -hmm. but really I just spend a lot of time cleaning my kitchen. Totally. Like I could be sitting down with them and whatever. Mm -hmm. There's lots of different things I could be doing around that and I'm procrastinating yep. on it because it's a challenge for me. Yep. And so I'm thinking my behavior is not matching what my goals are, yeah. what my values are. And so that's a place that I just need to do some work yep. right? and some reflection on. And I see it in businesses too where that kind of thing happens. So- um, Which is good because you can relate to it. You understand where they're coming from because you're in that position as well, but on a personal level. Yeah, mm -hmm. very much so. Mm -hmm. Well, and I have some, I have work things like that too, mm -hmm. where, oh, yeah. you know, I, I say that I want or need to do something. And so then I have a project like that right now where there's something that is tedious. Like yep. Business owners have some things that, they have, to do that they have to do. <laughs> and I am procrastinating, procrastinating. And so yeah. what I would tell myself if I was coaching myself mm -hmm. is I would say, okay, clearly everything you've tried is not working. You keep moving it forward on your calendar. Right. So why don't you go meet up with your friend 
and yep. say, let's do a, an accountability work session and we can take breaks and laugh and have fun or like go to the library or go to Starbucks, just like change your environment. Great idea. Put on some background music, even if it's like changing environment in your home, mm -hmm. wherever your home office mm -hmm. is or whatever. And then it just kind of gets you going, set yourself up to be a little more successful because it's not going to go away until I do it. That's a really good point. And also it makes it a little more fun and exciting if you're like looping in an accountability partner or you're just changing your setting. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it like a little less dreading because we all have that thing that we keep moving over to the next week on the calendar. I'm like, totally. mm, I'll attack that next week. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then often I find, and I think everybody does it, it took a lot less time than I thought it was oh, going to Oh, always. It's right? always less time than you yeah. built up in your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to make sure to say is that I think this idea of a work-life balance is a total mm -hmm. myth. Yeah. I really do. And um, the images I was thinking of, of you know, those old-fashioned scales mm -hmm. where you put the little weights on one side and then the whole thing balances yep. out? Um, those are never really perfectly balanced or right. like a tightrope walker. Right. You know, how they're always kind of like trying to balance and it's never going to be the equal. Everything is always the same on both sides of work and personal life. Agree. Um and uh, I, I think of the example of when you, when people publish books, you always hear about, you know, in the acknowledgments, it's like, oh, right. all these people really put their whole lives on hold so that I could finish this darn yeah. book, right? Yeah. And so just sometimes we've got to really push through things. Other mm -hmm. things just need to be set aside and then we can come back to it later. Yep. And that is so true in business and so many different aspects of life. I so agree. I would say that is a good part of um, a good piece of advice for people. A really good reminder for everybody because we do, we try to do it all. We try to do it all 100%. And there's only so much of us. I always tell my kids in the busy season of real estate, I'm like, okay, it's going to be really crazy for the next month. And then you got me back next month, you know, and oh, it good. is what it is. Like, mm -hmm. we can't change it. So we just roll with it, you know, or I may need more help from you guys around the house for the next month or, you know. So I think it's, it's, yeah, it's never going to be perfectly balanced. It can't be. Yeah, no, that's a really good example. Yeah. And then I also think um, there's a, an idea about um, the minimum standard of care mm -hmm. versus the ideal. So like, I know that it helps me to stop and have quiet time in the mornings. It yes. makes a whole difference for my whole day. I'm the same way. Sometimes mm -hmm. I have five minutes and mm -hmm. sometimes I have two yep. and sometimes I have 30, mm -hmm. but at least to do a little something so mm -hmm. that it keeps my identity as a meditator going, you know, in my back of my habit primal brain, yep. you know, just like I'm, this is something that I do in the mornings. Yep. And, um, and so on those busier times, it's like, I'm not going to get as much time in the morning. It's mm -hmm. too bad. But like, I think we do have to also remember to stop, maintain ourselves enough yeah. so that we can push through those hard seasons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's great advice. Are there any, you know, final takeaways that we haven't touched on that you would want to share with our audience regarding getting things done, whether that's on a personal level or on a business level or both. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of thoughts about that. One is, um, <laughs> regardless of how you feel about doing <laughs> something, it's really our actions that matter in the mm -hmm. end. And I feel like we all know what is the next right action, but I think sometimes we bulldoze our way through mm -hmm. with, superficial ideas about what we're supposed to be doing. And I kind of feel like next actions are like, like deer in the forest. 
if you just sit quietly, they'll come out and they'll kind of hang out with you and graze. But if you go at them, they're going to disappear. Right. You know, and so it's like, just stop and listen. You know what the next right action is for you. Like with my parenting, I know what my next right action Mm -hmm. is. And then I need to plan that and and just trust myself a little bit. Yep. And so um, I have a client I've been working with who her friction point has to do with her employees. I mean, I understand that employees are the greatest asset and the greatest hassle for sure of running a business mm-hmm. right and so um i've been really trying to encourage her to give that some attention mm-hmm. you know there's a reason why she keeps having friction there so let's mm-hmm. work on that um and so i think she's making good progress with that right um and then the other thing also i feel like is just and i know a lot of people talk about this sort of in the interwebs but it's really true that there is no such thing as perfectionism mm-hmm. and that good enough I think a lot of times we feel like that's settling or compromising our high quality of standards, but really this 80-20 rule where right. 80% of the time or 20% of the time we're doing what's the most important that we need to be doing. And that little extra bit of work is not mm-hmm. of greater value enough to be perfect, this thing called perfect. Right. So I think that is true in keeping our homes organized and running our businesses and um so it's a good reminder. I was just going to say that was a really good reminder. I needed to hear that one today. <laughs> so I love that. Thank you. Um, everyone's favorite question, or shall I say least favorite question to answer, what are three fun facts about you personally? Yeah. I always end my showers cold. Oh, Sorry. for your hair? Like, I, is that a I hair read. shiny purpose? <laughs> or just a, like a cold plunge? I don't know why I started it. It's like a cold plunge, and now I just feel unfinished if I don't wow. do that. Yeah. yeah. It just feels very satisfying to me. I think it just reminds me of jumping into a mountain lake or something yeah. like that, which I just, oh, I have always loved my whole life. Yeah. And um, this totally dates me, but when I was 17, I served lunch to Anne and Nancy Wilson from the 70s rock band Heart. No way. I did. I was working, you were working? at a restaurant oh, in, a, wow. in a beach town. And I knew, I had heard that they had a vacation house there. Yeah. And one day they walked in and it was very clear who they were. <laughs> I remember, I remember. So I don't know if you know who they are. Vaguely. But the younger sister is Nancy and the older one is Anne. And Anne is sort of like, has the kind of bossy character. Like, <laughs> so Nancy, what are you going to order? And she's like, I'm getting a salad. And she's like, well, I was going to get a burger, but I'll have what you're having. <laughs> I'll never forget it. That's it funny. Trembling. It was so much fun. And um, um, at the end of each episode, I like to ask if there's anyone you'd like to give a shout out to that's really helped you in your career. Yes. Um, can I do two people? Absolutely. So um, my friend and colleague, Lori Engelhart, is a mm-hmm. local Petaluma. I love her. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is a wonderful person. So yes. we met in our um, childbirth preparation class at Kaiser 14 Amazing. years ago. And then I didn't know her for a while. And then we reconnected. And now she's working with me. And she um, she has uh, done a lot of different kinds of jobs. So she's mm-hmm. sort of a jack of all trades. And so that for gives sure. her an ability to really understand Um, our clients and she has a very can-do attitude she's super handy Mm -hmm. and and I think most importantly she's just a very good thinking partner for Mm -hmm. me so she has a good way of answering asking me questions that helps me push my business forward and she's very kind and patient with clients she's just been a great support for me um, and then the other person is a man named Mark St. John, who mm-hmm. owns a, an evaluation company that I've worked for for almost 30 years. Wow. He's he's like a, a, a father and a mentor person in my life. And he really 
taught me about skills of observation and inquiry, learning how to listen, how to be irreverent, how to mm -hmm. be grateful, um, and just that really you could do any job that you could come across in your life and that the most important thing is relationships. Mm -hmm. So you could have, you know, you think you want to be this and then you work with a bunch of people who really you can't work with and you're not going to be happy. Yeah. So, you know, finding good people, doing good work, that that's really what brings a lot of satisfaction. And so that's why I feel really broad right now about my business. Yep. That I just want to find good people doing good work. I love that. Yeah. Those are incredible skills to learn too. Yeah. What an amazing person. You and I have talked about that as well in the past, just you know, a few weeks ago, having coffee about how important relationships are in all business. Yes. So that's amazing. So. That's incredible. Um, if anyone's interested in your services, where can they find you? Yeah. Um, so my website is just simpleproductivity.com, mm -hmm. all one word. And um, my email is dawn.simpleproductivity at gmail.com. Wonderful. So those are the two ways. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like you have such great information to share both personally and with businesses. And I think such a good time of year to do it when we're all kind of starting fresh in the new year. So yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to working with anyone who wants to come and talk with me. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dawn. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like and subscribe. Learn more about Sonoma County and all that we have to offer here.